Hello friends and welcome to Fey Earth, a magical world set in an alternate 19th century Earth, where every creature from folklore and fairy tale is real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Join our adventurers as they explore a world of arcane mysteries and danger, where the new scientific and industrial age collides with an ancient world of fairy and magic. Hi folks, and welcome to Fey Earth. My name is Neil, I'm the designer of this game, the narrator of our session. Um, oh, I just realised I forgot to include captions. Uh, very Apologies everybody, um, I will fix that now. And um, guys, when you're not speaking, do you mind if you just mute your mics, because I'm getting a really weird fuzzy kind of feedback right now. Okay, that's amazing. I don't know. I don't know if everybody just muted there, but that's immediately fixed the problem. So that's great. Um, and we have captions. So sorry, folks. We are a professional stream. I promise. Although that would imply we get paid and make money for this when we don't make any money at all. Okay. So, um, anywho. So, hello, folks. My name is Neil. Welcome to Fey Earth, our alternate. 19th century setting TTRPG set in a world where all the creatures from folklore and fairy tale are real, have always been real, and lived alongside humanity. Our game is set in the year 1872. Um, we are in the Auvergne region of central France. Um, it is approximately six months since France and Prussia um, lost a war with the neighboring Fey nation of Arcadia, um, and our players some of them have links to this, have been basically wandering around France for various different reasons. Some of our players have been looking for brothers of theirs who fought in the French army or alongside the French army and who they believe are still alive but have gone missing. Um, others are have their own very interesting reasons why they're traveling around France. And um, yeah, things are getting very fun right now. We are in an area where there is a powerful elven lady who has been using her magic to draw Fey to the area because she's trying to essentially heighten tension between humans and Fey because she feels that the recent conflict has resulted in um, humans not respecting the Fey so much anymore. But before we go any further, I'm going to offer to any one of my players. Oh, sorry, just one other thing. Um, our wonderful Tendai, unfortunately, is not well and is not joining us tonight. And the reason there is a large green J for Justine, the green is for her fairy dragon. Justine will be joining us. She got delayed by the evil gods of capitalism, so will be joining us after the intermission. Um, so that is why she is not with us right now, but she will be with us later. Okay, so... Back to ye folks, which of you wants to give me a recap of the last session? Hands up. <laughs> no one. Well, okay. What did we even Sorry, do? I'll do it. I, I forgot to, I forgot to. Uh, on, on me. Okay, all right. Uh, so, we got into the carriage that was drawn by unicorns um then so we're like they're go they're galloping along which normal horses would not have been able to do and 
uh, when we got to the tree line, the trees kind of magically parted, so we didn't like get completely smashed a bit. Um, and then we got to the castle, got in, Moraine was there, um, we all had some champagne and then moved to the dining area, uh, where it was revealed that Moraine is in a wheelchair of her own arcane design. It's, you know, cool arcane rooms all, all around it. She doesn't have to push, it moves on its own. Uh, we had an amazing um, seven course meal. I am not going to recite everything <laughs> that we ate because I can't remember it, but it was delicious um, with wine perfectly pairing it, uh, paired with it. Um, Gwen revealed um, that she had poisoned some fairies and was massively successful in a charm roll. Thank <laughs> God. Uh, so Moraine was, was very much of the opinion, okay, what she did was terrible, but what they did, ousting Dunede from her home, was worse. So, you know, we're, we're not going to get killed by her, but we're, we're, we're given a stern warning to not do it again. And if we, um, if we're going to fight Faye and we end up killing them one-on-one, -on -one, like, that's fine, but no more sneaky poisoning. Um, then uh, there was more talking, and then it was revealed that, you know, we, her sister was back and Gwen very much still under Melisande's influence was absolutely adamant that uh, she was lovely and wonderful and perfect and um, powerful which surprised Moraine. Basically Moraine revealed that the wand had been a gift that she made for her when she when Melisande was a child because she was sad about her pets dying and was not, did not intend it to be used on mortals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so uh, she released Gwen from the enchantment. And uh, then on the way back, we uh, encountered a fairy dance and um, Mina tried to jump out of the moving carriage, but Sylvia managed to fucking stop her thanks to a natural 20. And as we pulled into the village, Sunday was watching from the shadows and was like pissed. Right, so um, well done. Um, that is 1d8 inspiration die for you. Um, so don't forget to use that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna get an actual d8 that's not like any of the ones I'm using right that's now. That's a good so. idea. Although, in fairness, Neve did remember to use hers last session. That was how she got that 30 roll in her charm persuasion very useful though so you've got a pretty good charm anyway you've got a plus five to persuasion anyway so yeah so anyway um yeah so you have just arrived back in the village just as people are leaving la petio burge you know last orders have come and gone so there's a small gaggle of villagers coming out of the inn as your unicorn drawn carriage arrived now a lot of people saw it arrive anyway when you were leaving when it arrived at six o'clock to pick you up so you know um but um nonetheless um if anybody missed it they definitely haven't missed it now and um there's a there are some gasps and so forth um and um you did spot Gwyn. you spotted melisande um in her human form that she'd been in previously um but um 
and she just was glowering at you because you had said previously that you were going to meet her this evening for another hot date and obviously you weren't there so she seems to be pissed yeah, off but that's she, the problem but she she's not sticking around. A trend she, for Gwyn. <laughs> yeah, you hoe. <laughs> um, uh, so she just stepped back into the shadows like a cannibal Shia LaBeouf, and um, Ooh, ominous, <laughs> and he's all alight. Um, and some people are there are some shocks <laughs> and gas and the likes, but um, you do see um um um. Marie Aubert, the co-owner of Le Petit Aubert, she comes out, she's, what's the fuzz now? Oh, he's her back. And she's kind of, once she's about alighted, once you've all alighted, the unicorns give off this very alarming neigh and there's some thunderous stamping of their hoofs and everybody backs up straight away because they're unicorns and they're massive. And then as soon as people move out of the way, the unicorns start to trot and then bank around and then once they get a clear line they are gone like they're not just you know galloping over people running them down or anything they but people are getting out of their way you know and um and marie comes she's like well i'm i'm glad to see you are all in one piece and you don't have any extra limbs have been turned into frogs so um would you all leave the girls alone you swear you'd never seen a unicorn drawn carriage before honestly and um, she kind of. Yeah, but you're not here earlier. You would have seen it earlier. She, 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 she. she, she Sylvia is kind of just like <laughs> very like. Yeah, ushers you all inside, okay? Um, and like as I say, it's late. People are leaving, so it's not like there's a gaggle of people inside still having drinks who are gawking at you all. You know. Um, do you say or do anything when you go in? Do you say anything to Marie or you can tell? Yes. What? Yes, but first of all, while I'm getting out and while I'm going in, I should just give everybody the royal wave. <laughs> I'm enjoying this very, very much. And then I go, oh, Marie, would you mind? I, I, I need this washed again. And I show her the bloodstains <laughs> close again. Oh yeah, from smacking your head off the ground yeah. and trying to jump out of the carriage. Yeah. And and you do have blood on your like matted into your hair. Um Sylvia did as uh, Sylvia and I think Gwen between no, the two. No, it was Gwen. Oh, it was Gwen, yeah. Gwen did yeah. heal the wound. Yeah. But oh, yeah. there's still blood matted in your hair yeah. and she's Sylvia's like, actually gonna start like kind of just going up on her Oh no wait, actually you're short now. You're short yeah. in this one. I'm she's short, just yeah. gonna like kinda looking down the like, is your head okay now? I, I see. Yeah, I think it's okay, it. but I think I need to. I need to wash. I, I, I think there's some. Uh, yeah, there's some blood in my hair. So. Um. Yeah, I just brush through it with a damp comb. It should be fine. Yeah, yeah. So if I, if I, but if I could get get this washed, uh, Marie, if that's okay. Of course. Um, Thank what, you. What What happened? Oh, I smacked my head while I was trying to jump out of the carriage. What, what? There, so was was a, a, there was a fairy dance, dance thing going on, and oh, yeah, I, I really managed, wanted to join. I managed to drag her back inside, but oh, I never said thank you for that. Thank you. Well, I am not as strong as you, so you banged your head, and I apologize for that. But um... oh, I had worse. <laughs> 
Okay, so um, Marie is quite alarmed by this, but sees that Sylvia is looking after you and that you do actually seem okay, despite the fact that you're saying that you bang your head in a speeding carriage and she's like looking at you like, how are you not dead or suffering severe brain damage? You know, but, I've, I've, been, I've been eaten, like, or two fairy creatures tried to eat me while I was in this town, so I've had worse, it's okay. Okay, well, anyway, so... Um, she, she leads you inside and you all he's all event you all go get cleaned up you set the bed you leave your clothes out for um yeah um, just before we do that um sylvia is just gonna say um thank you very much for um lending me uh the dress and and also um for um everything else so um th thank you for, for for that i'm just gonna go and hug you okay sylvia is like really uncomfortable and oh god <laughs> this is just she does she does flinch a little bit but she doesn't like try to push you off or mm. Right, so um, so you, unless anything has anything else planned, do you all head to bed, yes? Yeah, after I got the blood out of my hair, I'll go to bed. Okay, cool. So you head to bed, you have... A, yeah, yeah you, you, I think you, so, yeah. You, you all have a, 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 an uneventful night's sleep, and the next morning when you wake up, Aminata is feeling a bit out of sorts and will not be speaking for the rest of this episode, and um, um, Justine is the um, magical mishap is still in effect and will be in effect for at least a few more hours you know you, you've learned now from these things that they tend to last for 24 hours and not a day and they're gone the next dawn they do actually last for the full 24 hours so it was kind of early afternoon i think about two ish maybe yeah it was between one and two when she was doing the research and the mishap happened so it'll be early afternoon before her speech is restored Okay. okay. Likewise, um, I think the same is true for the um, for the um, the photosensitivity. Um, I'm just pulling it up now very quickly. My internet it, ma ma magical research. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the photosensitivity thingy is 24 hours as well. Yeah. So, um, and the third effect. Um, you're not aware of because Justine's eyes are still they've gone completely white as I'd said um, there's no pupil there's no iris it's like just pure sclera it, it looks it looks similar but not quite the same as when somebody has cataracts grow over the eye you know it's similar but not quite the same as that okay so um, yeah um, so next morning, as I say, you get up, you're having breakfast, Marie is coming out, she's kind of like checking in on you all, and she's like, so, um, what, where, 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 where did you go last night with the unicorns? Um, I can't believe there were actual unicorns outside my inn. Uh, well, we were invited to dinner with the, with lady, the lady of the forest, the nothing special, that's just what we do. Wait, who's this lady of the forest? Oh, she's an elf that lives in the forest in the in a what? beautiful elfin palace. 
I, I, I thought I remembered you saying that before, but I wasn't sure if you yep. were speaking in jest. And you know, it's funny because why would we? I never speak in chess. I didn't. I don't know. Um, people like to gossip all the time around here. Um, it's the... yeah. I know. I know. It's a terrible sin. I already <laughs> spoke to to uh, the uh, priest about this. This is like you know, he needs to address this again. This is horrible. Uh, it's it, there's not a lot to do around here. It's like the local pastime. So um, I do remember my my grandmother when I was a young girl telling me stories that she was told as a young girl by her grandmother that there had at one point been elves living in the forest in Tronquay. But yeah. but I thought that the elves were all gone after the revolution as they did across the country. Well, that one stayed. And yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a lovely meal with her and now we are back. So you had dinner with an elf? Yes. Nothing special. That's pretty special. That's just what we do, you know? You just, oh, excuse me, while we go off to palaces. You know, uh, well, maybe, well, maybe, Mina, it is what you do, but it's certainly oh. not what I uh, would have done before. Mm. Well, okay, so um, did you learn any, is there, was there any news? Is, like, there's an elf, is she doing anything? Is there any plans? Is she, does she, like, does she want to claim that the region has hers like the nobles oh. of old or no um <laughs> but i think that she would very much like if the humans uh began observing the old phase perhaps leaving out milk and honey and respecting the phase the way they would have before yeah. i think that's a very very good idea um, and you got a helper as well, um, because what? she was starting to gather people back, and um, it seems to be going very well in the, well, the house. Uh, how are they doing? With they're, you? they're wonderful, always. They yeah. made nice, but I make sure to leave out um, bread and cheese and some and some wine every night. That's very them. good. Um, That's very very good. Yeah, this, this is a good move. This is something mm -hmm. that very much should be done. Um, and she's not interested in having people hurt, not at all, but like that's why, you know, it would be wise to, to leave out offerings and go back to the old ways because, you know, where people were respectful and I think there could be a lot to be gained on both sides, you know? Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. uh, you know, um, the, there are tensions between the humans and the face since uh, it's a recent it's, war. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, but it was a lovely meal. She was very gracious. Amazing hostess. Yes, yes. It was. It was. Yeah. It was really, really nice. So, does she have like a pet dragon, like Justine, only bigger, or? Oh, not we didn't. We, saw. we didn't see any. No. Oh, okay. But she, but she I, has, but she has the stables of unicorns. Yes. I apparently so. so yeah. <laughs> we did like not. She, we yeah, did not she see. didn't. Exactly, she didn't. She didn't. It's not like she gave us a huge tour of the palace and would have shown us everything. No, but yeah. Well, but um, from what we get, from what we understand, 
Bear no mean, it's not that she wants you all to be scared. She's very concerned about you, like people's safety, and you know she wants a good relationship between Fee and 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 people, and you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Of course, of course. Okay. Well, well, sounds very exciting, really. Um, do you have any plans for today? Are you going off on any more banquets with Fey creatures? Oh, I think uh, we may need to. Well, some of us, perhaps, glancing over at Gwen, uh, we need to head out to the farm, possibly, to consult with the... Um, Which farm? The oh, the Castilian farm, uh, just because they have charms and they, have ne they are so close to the forest and they have never been bothered by the Fae. So we were thinking if we spoke with them maybe we could get information on the charms and pass it on to the people of this town and but everybody is is protected be, yeah exactly exactly um share some be, knowledge yeah exactly. uh, and she turns and points at queen you've become quite friendly with um young juliet from the castellan farm farm way you know, it's just like. Mm. <laughs> Don't mention the war. Um, yes, indeed, and I'm. Oh no! For charms for the town. Ah, okay, very good, very good. I see. Um, well, um, well, it sounds like you've got a busy day ahead of you, so I won't disturb you any further. Um, and she lets you all go. Um, Mean, I assume that you're um, you're going to mass as well. So yeah, so Mina heads to mass, and then, um, and actually, while you're all waiting for Mina to head to mass, um, a young boy comes over to the inn, and he's got a he's got a small a small box a small parcel, um, in his hands, and he he says to you all that um. um Oh, I was um, I was told by uh, Madame Blanchette um, they've got a package here, a delivery for I, I assume it's you women. Um, here you go. And he hands you a box. It's a small wooden box. Oh, thank you. Is is there a name on it or? Um, there. I, I think the that, I think the name on it. I can't remember which of ye actually because it was a group order. Um, I, I think it was maybe Justine had put had put the order in or Sylvia, um, so it's one of your names on it, okay? But when you open it up, what you see is, um, and I can't remember how many of you ordered what, but we can just retcon the, the gold because it's not you's had enough money to buy it. Um, you had ordered fairy globes and goblin sparks. Oh yeah. So I think the three of I think as far as I remember, Gwyn, Sylvia, and Justine had each ordered. Yeah, a, I ordered a fairy globe. Yeah, and I yeah. think Sylvia, did you not say you'd ordered a? Uh, I did. I did. Goblin yeah. Spark as well. Yeah. So, so for our listeners, uh, sorry, everybody, itchy nose is always on stream. Fairy globes are small, little kind of. They look kind of like brass, but ornately filigreed uh, balls. Okay, and they often they have little crystals inside them. Okay, and they're a very simple piece of magic tech, and basically they are enchanted to emit a light. Okay. They come in various different shapes and sizes, the most common being the, this one here, the fairy globe, which is a simple sphere. And That's for silly humans who don't have dark side. Well, you are technically human as well. I'm just I saying. am, yes, but I have dark side. 
you do have dark side so um so yeah um so they're a fairly simple and handy kind of object um they're also like they like for 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 wealthier families they would be very much a household object um mm. in that um um they um like people will have fairy globes um in their homes instead of candles and oil lamps okay these crystal spheres as I Neil, said. but like richer families have those in their chandeliers i was just about to say that like a family might have one or two fairy globes um that they carry around instead of oil lamps or candles and then uh-huh. wealthier families might have a set of four or five for a small candelabra and then the really wealthy their chandeliers would be filled with maybe dozens or even hundreds of fairy globes depending on how wealthy they are and also in the larger major cities of europe um, that's the one percent like yeah well in the larger major cities of europe the city streets are illuminated at night by lampposts that have fairy globes fitted to them so they don't use oil from wales um they're using these enchanted globes instead right so if you are in Lyon or paris or um geneva or any any major city you're going like Cherville is a small town so it doesn't have anything like this and, and the town okay. and if there's no if the moon's not out the town square at night is being barely illuminated by the light from people's windows you know but okay. um but yeah so that's and then the goblin spark another very very common everyday magical item um it basically is a small bronze tube about maybe 10 centimeter 10 12 centimeters long okay and it's about two centimeters in diameter with a hole on one end and when as it's moving around you can hear balls rolling around inside it and you basically flick your wrist so that the balls snap together and the small flame emits it's basically a magic zippo a lighter <laughs> it is essentially a magic zippo and um magic the, zippo the, i love the, it what, what's really cool about them is the flame can be extinguished by water or by by putting your hand on it but it doesn't get extinguished by the wind so they're really great if you're trying to light a cigar or a pipe in a windy in the in, in a windy area yeah i need one they, of them they don't they don't blow out okay um so that's so that was what you had all ordered and um also let me just i just want to check my calendar mina tomorrow your armor will be ready yes. okay so um so there you go that's your little your little delivery so you can we uh, we can add them after the stream yeah that you're each getting a fairy globe um and also um sylvia you have the the goblin spark so and just to be aware that the fairy globe it, it emits strong light in a five foot radius and dim light mm-hmm. in a further five foot radius okay yeah so it's slow it's about as it's a, actually it's it's emitting about the same amount of light as an oil lamp would really yeah, yeah. I mean, five meters is a fair stretch you know mm-hmm. yeah okay so uh just uh since uh we are going to uh the castilian farm then i think with everything that has happened i don't know maybe you should stay here is what she's trying to say to you leave your mute in case you want to answer unmuted (laughs) catch that where are you going (laughs) 
Uh, we are going to the Castilian farm to. Oh. You're gone, Nave. Don't show. Your audio is breaking up on us here, Nave. Yeah. Do you want to quickly log off and log I'm back on again? I'm trying all sorts of things in the background. That might yeah. be enough. Yeah. Okay, back gonna, in a sec we're gonna take a quick two second break while neve logs off and logs back on she's being cursed by the internet gods again keep going or um I'm, i think yeah maybe we should too. well i'm going to church am i in church i'm in church you are yeah. going to church yeah so mina does <laughs> head to church absolutely yeah um mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm not going to fix the overlay right now because hopefully neve's jumping back on in a minute exactly but um yes uh, mina does head to church um while the rest of the group is waiting around for her to get back did i have a chance to go to confession yet um no you didn't so if you want gosh you can ask uh pierre Schwozy if you can take your confession after mass absolutely okay so you have <sighs> after mass you go to pierre Schwozy and um you ask him if he could take your confession usually on Wednesdays I know father but like it's an emergency well actually it's an emergency <laughs> today is Wednesday oh is that today's today's Wednesday, yes. Wednesday. Yes. Oh, okay there okay. oh, okay. she is Neve is back you although uh, oh we, you can hear us hello we can hear you okay, okay. cool good. awesome good. we are good. back super so um so Mina, you head to Mass. After Mass, yes. you go to Pierre Chosy and say that you would like to go for your Wednesday confession. He's like, of course, exactly. my child. And you come and, you know, the first bit of the Mass or the first bit of the confession is in Latin, of course. Um, but you know all the words. Um, mm. Not that you can speak Latin, but you know some bits of church Latin, some church Yeah, Latin I phrases. just I just know my church yeah. stuff. I wanted to say exactly, yeah, exactly. All, the, so. all the stuff. So it's been, well, it's been a week since your last confession. That long? I believe so. I could be wrong. I don't, I don't think I am, am I? Sure, you don't go every day, do you? No. It's probably two weeks, you know. <laughs> so, um. It's probably two weeks. Well, Mina is just going to unload. She's just going to go, um that um she's been angry um i've been i've been so angry with uh, one of my friends and i had really bad thoughts towards her and and um because she made me miss mass and then um i need to keep uh secrets because she went off with someone while she has you know, hopefully some romantic interest with someone else and oh, it's all been an absolute butter and a struggle for me and and yeah. So as you explain this to him, the father um, shows he says, look, you are one of the most devout Christians that I have ever met, Mina. I trust you. The Lord is not angry with you if you missed one day you are here more than some of my most fervent parishioners as for oh the... i know i know i mean i'm coming here just to catch up in case i'm back on the road and i can't but... of course <sighs> it's just i was so annoyed as for the rest i mean 
Are you keeping this secret to protect your friend or to protect another from hurt and harm? More to second because, you know. Well, that is a very Christian thing. Now, obviously, I would say that you should discuss with your friend her romantic interludes. I'm sorry, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's a woman that this mm. friend. So, it is, I mean, the church's opinion on this is, as you know, very clear. Obviously, courtship is encouraged within a good and pure Christian context because that leads to marriage, which is one of the most holy of sacraments. But obviously, there is great temptation when you are engaged in these courtships. And for a young girl, a young woman, this temptation can be incredibly dangerous because if she lets the serpent's whispers convince her to act in an unchristian fashion, in certain instances, these young girls can get into trouble, if you know what I mean. And we would hate for oh, that father, to happen. You, wouldn't, you don't know the half of it. Serpent. I mean, we would, oh, I we, wish it was only serpents. I would hate for your friend to get into a situation because the young men can be very, very convincing and they can be very good at talking young women into forgiving their chastity, forgoing their chastity. And we would hate for something like this to happen and for the young girl to find herself becoming pregnant in these situations. Well, that is, not, that is not a concern because like, it's not men. Oh, sorry, what? We're not, we're not looking at men. What? Sorry, I don't understand. You said that she was in a romantic... Yes, but father, my friend is not interested in men Sorry, you romantically. Said but you said that she was in a romantic yes so but then but if it's not with a man then how could she be in a romantic the father in this day and age surely you know that some people are not interested uh, you see, in the opposite so it's hilarious because through the like the the lattice work wood of the confessional box you can just barely faintly see each other there is that screen for the privacy but you just can, and, and and you being fate touched you can see perfectly because for oh, you, no. <laughs> it's not dark and Crimson. For, for a mundane human they would struggle to see his features but you can see his features clearly because of your fey lineage and you see this look of realization on the priest's face when he realizes what you're saying about it not being a man and then he goes bright red he's like well um well i i um i don't i don't really know what to say about that um, the church's well, opinions on this um, has always said that love is love. Yes, and I mean, you know, you know, we're we're in the mountains, so we're quite open about that. I suppose. I, I suppose. Know, we're quite um, practical but, about things like mm -hmm. that, but um, the problem is, you know, still doesn't matter where your interests lie. You shouldn't. You should be. You should be. You shouldn't be deceiving. You know. No. What I'm, I mean, Father. Absolutely, and. Even if there is not the risk of pregnancy, and you see, it's like, the mental well-being that's just as important. And sins of the flesh are still sins of the flesh when when it is out of wedlock. Yeah, I although the, I don't the ship know, has sailed on that one as well. But what? like, look, I yeah, I don't know. Would I even? Would the bishops even allow me to wed two women? 
I actually don't know what the official ruling from the Vatican is on that. I, I don't, really don't I, know. I'm, I'm going to have to look that one up now, actually. I've never had it come across before. Because, to be honest, I think yes. God made people the way they are, and love is love. Well, that is true. Love is love. You see, yeah. as a, you are such a good Christian yeah. soul. This has been quite an illuminating conversation. Madame well, I'm glad. I'm glad. So, what shall I do? Shall I do like uh, five oh, Hail Marys? Five Hail Marys, and you'll be fine. <laughs> okay. I thank you so much, yeah. Father. Thank you very much. <laughs> that has helped me greatly. So, you go out to the pew, out with your rosary beads, you do your five Hail Marys in Latin, and then you head back. Um, so, exactly. what, so, while Mean is gone, um, um, Sylvia <laughs> is asking Gwyn, as I said, saying to Gwyn about the practicalities of whether Gwyn should go to. The Castilian family. Yeah, that is a terrible idea. <laughs> so I'm going to stay here because I don't want to be um, murdered on the spot by any of them. Yes. So I'll stay here. I have some shopping to do around You do. Anyway. You do. Yes, yes, yes. So. Um, so I'll busy myself, but you'll have to let me know what happens. I will. Also, Finn, are you all right? <sighs> I will be. I just... What happened to you wasn't, uh, it was terrible of, of Melisande to manipulate you the ways that she did. Um, I, I, I don't know how deep that manipulation was, but it wasn't right. And we will fix it, but just promise me that you won't, you know, go to her cottage and try to burn, burn it, down it down on your own, please. I mean Lost my mind. I'm not gonna lie, but I am learning, and I'm going to wait, and we'll sort this out the way her sister recommended. Yeah, and uh, the situation with Juliet, um, I don't know. It's none of my business uh, what you choose to do, but I think for today. Um, Mina and I will go to the Castilian farm and I think that you should stay here. Yeah, yeah, uh, I agree. I think that would be best. But... So, so, um, so Mina does... Has am gotten, I back from... You're getting back? back just as this conversation mm -hmm. is finishing, okay? And Justine obviously isn't going either because she can't speak for at least another few hours. Also, the eye, yeah. and the eye thing is going to freak everybody out. She's, so. she's, wearing, oh, okay. she's wearing a of sunglasses that she loaned her. That's helping a bit with the with the glare from yeah, the light. Yeah, so. still daylight, I suppose, and not very nice. So I'm coming back and go like, okay, so um, what's the what's the plan? I think that you and I should should go to the Castilian farm um, and perhaps talk to them. Uh, Gwen is going to stay here. Okay, yeah, that's not a bad idea, but um, we're not saying we're not, we're just not engaging with, or we're just not going to say, I'm not going to say anything to Julia. I just came off confession. I'm not going to do anything again. I, I think that whatever is going on between Gwen and Juliet is between... Exactly. It's, them. She and says anything. She like talk to Gwyn about it. I don't yeah. know. I yeah. No. I mean, druids are traditionally mediators, but not in situations like this. Not in the matter of the heart. Certainly not. It's more 
you know, how situation. Is, how is Gwen feeling as, as Mina and Sylvia are saying this in front of her? Yeah, Gwen just has her head down and she's like drinking a coffee or something. It's just like <laughs> conversation is happening around. Um, listen, listen, no judgment at all from yeah. Sylvia. Like, no, the judgment's uh, coming from me. It's like, yeah, yeah no, it's, it's like a wee me. bit of talk, but like too much, you know, judgment is very unchristian. So I'm trying to not to what judge too ju much, well, but there is some judgment coming there because <laughs> poor bloody Juliet. Christy and I was lighting a candle for you, like, do you know? Oh, well, Christy I appreciate Christianity is all about judgment. What are you talking about? It's the foundation especially, of the religion. Especially yeah. Catholicism for Christ. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But, like, you know, like... the original teachings are like, don't fucking judge. You know? like, the, the Catholics are the masters know, of guilt. I know, <laughs> because, like, obviously, Jesus stuttered. Yeah. So, um, okay. So love everybody, even the gays. Did I fucking stutter? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, um, so Mina and Sylvie, you leave, and you're because remember, like the Castilians are right beside the Tronque, so it's a good two-hour walk just to get there. Yeah. Firm, okay. So you are gonna be gone, probably at least four and a half, five hours. Yeah, okay? that's fine. So that it's clear, I'm taking Albert with me. Okay. Because and, I didn't have him the last time. And I'm not Good like... Idea. I need like, I'm not like foraging as such, but I am trying to observe what flowers are coming out. Just like where we're at in terms of things coming into bloom so, and that sort of thing. I mean, I can tell you now, the, there's not it's a... It, it's, 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 we're getting towards the end of February. So what you have is lots of snowdrops and the crocuses have started to come out now. Oh. You know, because that they are the two flowers that are most common at that time of the year in northern europe and um, but also you have to remember that you know this is well-maintained agricultural land and france did not have a tradition of hedgerows like we do in ireland no so there so you're you, all you're getting is some wildflowers along the edges of the fields scatterings in the fields as well but any any herbivores are going to eat them up so it's really yeah. just scatterings of wildflowers along the banks along the sides of the roads, you know? Okay, so, yeah. Um, mm. Presumably we're just, like, fucking making small talk. Because, like, they would they travelled together a fair bit, so there's... Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. So This is grand. Well, yeah, so, um, um, I guess, Gwyn, do you, um, do you gonna head into the town square and get, yes. you, get, get yourself your items? Um, yeah. Cool, alright. So you head out into the town square me uh justine's gonna stay inside with the curtains closed because the light is still hurting her eyes you know yeah uh, of course. I'll, I'll ask her before i go does she need me to pick anything up for her um i don't think she does off the top of my head um i'm pretty sure that she's pretty well stocked at the moment or anything that she does need she'd have to get special order from limage or Lyon. so mm -hmm. yeah so okay. uh, um so yeah okay. you, you head into the town you know it's a bustling town square um there's various different merchants around there's um cheesemongers there's bakers um there's excuse me there's butchers and there's um there, there's uh there's, there's all the kind of stuff that you would expect in a town market square okay including the haberdashery that you need to go to Yes, I need to go there to get some hooks for my belt to keep hold of all my different charms. Yeah, so just actually on that, I just want to make a point of clarification. So you have mm -hmm. created your witch's ladder, which is 
the knotted rope with the black hen feathers tied yes. into the knots. Is that something that you're just going to have openly carried on you all the time? Or are you simply getting some hooks that you can attach to the belt so that if you're going somewhere that you're going to be in a fight, you have it hooked and ready for quick access? Yeah, I think even though it looks crazy for the moment, I'm going to have them kind of hooked onto a belt. So I'll get a couple of hooks from the haberdashery and maybe um, make some holes in the belt and yeah, but just create so you... a utility belt for myself. But I know it'll look mad, but hopefully yeah. at some well... stage I'll get a goblin purse. But just to be aware that that specific item of a witch's ladder is something that is very heavily associated with witchcraft and hexes and curses. Okay. Mm, maybe then I might try and purchase, I don't know, some sort of little bag that I can wear around my neck and under a jacket well, to you, store some of the weirder I mean, looking... You, all, you already have a, a, a couple of pouches and I think you have a satchel as well anyway. So yeah. you can you can like certainly have the witch's ladder in the satchel when you're not when you don't think you're going to use it and then if you're going into the forest or somewhere where you're like I might need this then you could hook it onto a hook on your belt you know okay grand you know what yeah. I mean I'm just yeah, like yeah. because like I just like I'm, I'm saying this because Gwyn would know if I go carrying this item around which is quite obviously associated with witchcraft this could cause issues okay you okay know, well so, then so. i think it'll live in my satchel is it a minor action to draw out those charms it um it, it is a minor action to fish those things out you know so that's okay good, yeah um, yeah oh well in that case yeah i'll still go in and get some hooks then cool so yeah you head over to the uh haberdashery stall as well and you see mm -hmm. um the middle-aged um fey touched um madame toussaint who you'd seen before and um, this time you don't see her son with her what you see is a, another, it looks to be the same age as the sun, but it's a, look, it's a, a woman. Um, tall, slender build, um, long, sandy blonde hair, like the sun, with the same kind of blue eyes. Very, very similar features to Antoine, her son, but just they're more slightly more feminine, and um, they're wearing a long woolen skirt. And you can see from their shape of their figure they're wearing what what looks to be quite a tightly cinched corset underneath their blouse. Like you can just see from the way their figure is. Very nice. <laughs> I notice this, appreciate it, but I'm, I'm gonna be a good girl. Um, and just, yeah, say hello um, and introduce myself. And I'll ask her, I assume you are Madame Toussaint's daughter? Um, yes, my name is uh, Marie. Oh, lovely to meet you, Marie. My name is Gwyn. Um, and I was wondering if you could help me today. I need to just procure a few unusual items. What do you need? That maybe hopefully we have it for you. So I'm looking for hooks that I can attach through my belt to hold some of my um, more important items. Oh, okay. That is a bit unusual. Um, hmm. We, and she's looking around at some of the different items that she has, we do have these hooks that are normally fastening hooks for dresses, but some of the larger ones I think would possibly function for what you are looking for. Ah, oh, that would actually be ideal. Okay, well here we go. She shows you a selection of brass hooks that look like fastening hooks um, that you could use, and there is the they're like there's the hook and then there's the ring and she's like well i suppose you could have the ring as well if it's for bags and the likes but 
I mean, to be perfectly honest with you, there is the risk, of course, of it being more easily taken off of you if it's just attached by a ring. Not here in mm -hmm. Seville, but if you were somewhere like Neon or a larger city or town, then you would have that risk, of course. Right. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, I think for the moment it will, that will do me perfectly, actually. Okay. Um, that's a really clever idea. Thank you. Um, it's um, three copper for for uh, for the for the hooks. Um, if is there mm -hmm. anything is there anything else I could help you with? Um, I think for the moment uh, I'm okay. Thank you very you much sure you for your assistance. Need, you don't need any needles, any nice. We have lovely embroidery thread. If you're looking to decorate your clothing, maybe make a more pretty blouse or something like that, or Maybe you want to add some decoration to your lovely skirt. Um, oh, I wish I had a use for such things, but at the moment, uh, not I, quite. Well, I mean, and she looks, she looks around. She looks at her mother, and her mother's off dealing with somebody else. I, I take commission if you would like some of your clothing to be more fine ah. and decorated. I'm quite good at embroidery myself. Unlike, oh, okay. unlike my brother, I actually know how to use the items that we sell. Ah, well, of course, that's no surprise at all. Uh, men. <laughs> um, you know what? When you say that's a that, good idea. When you say that, she has a very, very strange and funny look on her face for a moment. <laughs> um, you know, I have a plain set of clothes, but I, I like them plain I, and I need them to be plain, to be honest. Is there anywhere in the town I could pick up? Uh, second blouse, perhaps. Oh yes, of course. There's um, and she says there, uh, she gives a. There is a small shop that sells women's clothing. Ah, oh, perfect. Okay. Well, I will pick up a few things there and maybe call back to you um, in perhaps thirty minutes to an hour, if that is okay, and drop them in. Of course. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Wonderful. Uh, thank you so much. I'll see you in perhaps an hour. Okay. Well, I look forward to it. Likewise. Um, okay. Um, I will say, while she's pretty, she's not as stunningly beautiful as Juliet or Melisande. Just so yeah, because you know. she's normal, <laughs> human. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Juliet is perfectly normal, mundane. Yeah. Well, she, this one is this yeah, one yeah. is fey touched, doesn't she? <laughs> she is fey touched. Yes. Yeah. She, she. She. And which actually. Well, you're not sure because you, oh. you, you, you. So the way you know yourself, how how fable is passed through humans. Um, if a fae touched person has a child with a mundane human with no fae ancestry, their first child is fae touched, but all the rest of their children are mundane humans. The exception to oh. that being twins or triplets, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. However, if both parents are fate touched, all their children are fate touched. But if their parents have different lineages, each child inherits the lineage from one parent. There's no mixing of lineages. So the fact that she is fate touched and her brother is fate touched means either their father is fate touched or her brother is her twin brother. Or maybe um. he is her twin and their father was also fate touched. Gwen, I swear to God, if you pick up any more women. <laughs> I can see Mina's brain literally exploding inside her head. <laughs> Mina's like, what? <laughs> Please no. Like, we're walking down and I'm just like, 
I feel something. I feel yeah. something is brewing. <laughs> I feel very uncomfortable. Something is happening, you know. Yeah. Honestly, like poor Mina's gonna have a heart attack and he's gonna have another one. Like, there's a, tr- a tremor in the true. forest as a thousand thirsty yeah. lesbians cry out. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, she did give me a great idea, so I'm gonna head to wherever it is I can procure. You like, go, clothes. you find a shop, and there's a woman there. Um, um, she's very busy and you come in and just look in with a couple of it's a mother and daughter who look like they're getting an outfit together they're they're actually so she appears to be a dressmaker but also sells like simple blouses and the likes and will commit and can be commissioned for finer blouses uh, okay. when, when, when you come in and, and she sees like uh, bonjour um, can I help you uh, bonjour um, yes I am looking for two blouses and a handkerchief please Two blouses and a handkerchief, and she looks you up and yes. down for a second. She's sizing you. She's like, one moment, and she goes to the shop, picks up two very simple, plain blouses, okay? They have a slight, they're not like high, high neck. They come to here with a small little collar. Um, I can't remember what you call that, you know, the simple fold-down collar type thing, but that's the mm-hmm. kind of blouse they are. Um, and um, so, and now she doesn't have a men's handkerchief. What she has is like women's kind of lace kerchiefs you know Perfect. which is what she has um and she's um the two the, the the two blouses um they would be um they will be a silver each and mm-hmm. the lace uh, is four silver lovely i would actually like to get um one two Three, um, three more handkerchiefs, please. Now remember, they're like they're lace kerchiefs. They're not like men. Ma- yeah, yeah. And um, four more, please. Apologies, I'd like to get four more. Okay. Here. So what did Thank I say? You. A kerchief was like four silver. Four. Right? Yeah. So that's going to be sixteen silver for the for 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 twenty okay. silver in total if you're getting five of them. Lovely. Yep. Or two gold. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So she deals with you very quickly, puts them into a simple box with some tissue crap paper, hands it all to you. She's not being abrupt, but she's like the mother and daughter are waiting, and they look like you're you're getting the vibe. You can hear them talking. It looks like they're they they possibly might be commissioning for a wedding dress or something. Ooh, okay. It's a big deal. Lovely, very good. Okay, cool. I'll get out of the way. I'll take my belongings. Get and um, yeah, pay and get out. Uh, so you ha- you come out. Um, I do you start heading back towards the market square? Um, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Give me an awareness roll. Oh. <laughs> oh no! It's not trouble. Oh, that was a nat twenty, and my uh, awareness is a one twenty one. Okay. Um, as you're walking along, you see a couple of people and some some of the men mingling around. And mm-hmm. you are certain that you see Melisande in amongst a group of men. But as she's mm-hmm. turning and walking around, you see her glance over her shoulder. She sees you. She, When she sees you, she looks pissed. And mm-hmm. then a man walks past her, and as he goes past, she's gone. Okay. Whew. I just take a deep breath and... Yep, shake it off and 
just briskly <laughs> move across the square and just keep my head down and, and not let go. Okay, where are you going? Um, I am actually going to head back to the inn. I not... do want to get some stuff embroidered, but so uh, not right now. Okay, so you're not heading to the haberdashery now. Okay. Um, what is there anything in particular no, you want to do at the way. inn, or are you just going to hold up there for a while? Um, I'm just going to hold up there and, and maybe get a snack and some more coffee and bring the same up to Justine. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Amanad yeah, is upstairs keeping Justine co company while you're Oh, brilliant. I'll bring us all up coffee. Because yeah, Justine is basically kind of hiding in the dark from the light because of her photosensitivity. Okay? Yeah. Um, so, um, we are going to take a quick break for five minutes because Polina has just said she's ready to jump on. Um, and then when we get back, we will be going to the Castilian farm. So, just give me one moment, folks. And, um, right. With Gwyn busy in Cheville, Mina and Sylvia gone to the Castilian farm, hoping to learn some simple folk magic charms to help people protect themselves from the Fae and hopefully they will find this out easily and be able to pass this knowledge on to the locals and there will be no other surprises or upsets. Uh, join us next time to find out what happened. Uh, if you enjoyed this adventure and like to know more about the world of Fae but this isn't a setting please be sure to go to our itch.io page fae-earth.itch.io where you can find a bunch of stuff by us. We have our early release core rulebook, Explorer's Guide to Fae Earth, a really fun starter adventure, Trouble in the North, set in 19th century Yorkshire, in the north of England. This is for a party of players from levels 1 to 5. If you don't have the time for a mini campaign, we've got two fun one-shots. Stolen Treasures, set in Wales, about a young child being taken by the Fae. And we have the Beast of Cruth, set in the Bavarian Alps, about a strange creature or person, perhaps, who has killed a number of people in a remote Alpine village. All of these adventures... The one-shots and the starter adventure come with quick play guides and player cheat sheets. So you don't need to have read our core rulebook um, and everything on our HO page is a pay what you want download. We're also on Drive2RPG under the name Brambleheart Games where you can find our Explorer's Guide and our starter adventure. If you'd like to support us, we recently started a Patreon. We have two tiers, a $3 tier where every month you get stat blocks for fake creatures that aren't in our Explorer's Guide as well as uh, fun little magical items and other little things like that. Uh, the $5 tier, you get all of that, plus access to our monthly Fireside Chat, where we talk to our players about the game, about what's happening, about their characters, and what they think will be happening next. <laughs>